Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our CEO Viewpoints podcast series. Thank you for being with us as we discuss key themes from PwC's 25th Annual Global CEO Survey. We've heard from leading Canadian CEOs on key topics such as ESG and cybersecurity. Today, we're diving into how CEOs can identify and leverage their people and agility for transformation, creating more sustained outcomes for their organizations. I'm Keegan Alls, a strategy and partner and the National Insurance Sector Leader for PwC Canada. I'm joined by Rowan Saunders, President and CEO at Definity Financial, to talk through their recent IPO, modernization, and what it means to be a digital insurer in 2022. Welcome to the podcast, Rowan. Thanks very much for having me. Why don't we kick off first? Congratulations on the IPO, successfully taking the first Canadian mutual company public with the largest Canadian IPO last year and third largest in the last five years. Fantastic story. Tell us a little bit about the transformative journey you've been on as CEO at Definity. Well, it really has been quite a journey over the last number of years. Uh, About five and a half years ago, I joined Economical, now Definity, to lead the organization through the mutualization process. As you said, the first Canadian company to demutualize but also to get the company ready for life as a public company. That has been quite an exciting journey that we've been on. And the way I describe that is is really over the last five years, we've done a couple things simultaneously as the part of the turnaround and the transformation. And the first part of that was getting the company ready for life as a public company. That involved a bit of a textbook turnaround, a profit improvement plan, where we had to make a lot of changes to the business both from an operational and a financial performance perspective. So that involved things like reshaping the portfolio, improving pricing sophistication, repricing the portfolio, addressing costs and efficiency in in the business. We did that over a three-year program that really had significant financial benefits from that in the hundreds of millions of dollars. So we're really kind of pleased with that process. At the same time, we led, which I would say is a more exciting and more transformation uh, program. And that really was uh, involving a number of things. Clearly had to do with a big investment in the modernization of technology, given how important technology is to running a successful PNC company in the years ahead. And we built new business models. And so we built Sonnet, the first and leading digital insurance company in Canada. We built Vine, which essentially is Sonnet, but built for brokers, which help brokers reduce friction and have a much easier interaction with their insurance companies. We made major investments in our commercial business, expanding our capabilities from just being a small commercial enterprise player to a mid-market player and now a specialties insurance player, and made big investments in the claims transformation as well. So when you sit back, I mean, that's really a lot of change. Culture was a big piece as well for us. We made massive investments in the culture we would need to shift to from a mutual company to a high-performing public company and talent. And an example of that, 70% of the top team, my direct reports are new to uh, Definity since uh, the last five years, and 55% of our top 100 executive you know, management group. And that made a big shift in moving the company forward. So I think when you step back, it's a very different organization than it was just a number of of years ago. As you mentioned, we've gone through a successful IPO. I mean, that was a really material change for the organization, which puts us in a much better position than we would have been before. We now have access to capital. We now have more brand recognition, which is great for attracting and retaining talent, but also giving our broker partners much more confidence in the credibility and the future of Definity going forward. What a journey. You know, I love this concept of sort of concurrence of execution and being sort of fit for growth as you look forward. And 
maybe you could elaborate on, you know, to what extent do you think Definity's corporate strategy and, and kind of culture contributed to enabling that successful transformation so quickly? Well, I think it played a huge role. I step back and I look at what our strategy was, and I think it was very bold and very ambitious. Uh, when you think about moving Definity to a top five player, becoming the digital leader in the marketplace, making sure we have a platform for growth, and that's both organic growth and inorganic you know, growth, but also really focusing on innovation. We want to change insurance. We want to make insurance better. We need the right talent, of course, to do that. But I think that clear vision and the case for change that our strategy supported really helped drive the agility and the ability to change so quickly. And then you mentioned culture. And I think that this is a big journey for a, you know, a mutual company to shift into a high-performance public company culture. We've done a lot of work on that. We've also made very big investments in technology, in tools and talent. And that leads the execution. And so I do think when you think about you know, how do you run a successful transformation? It is, of course, about having the right strategy, but it comes down to can you properly execute it? And strategy and culture are massive drivers in that execution. Mm. It's really sort of two sides of the same coin, isn't it? You know, I think Canadian CEOs really were lagging some of their global counterparts on digitization. And I guess I'm just wondering about what was different in that strategy, culture, tools, technology conversation that allow you to get so far ahead on both Vine and Sonnet? Firstly, I would say that, you know, we made a very convincing case for change. And so when you think about our starting point, there really was the performance operationally and financially of a mutual company we knew was not going to be at the levels that a public market would expect. So that actually gave us a real, you know, platform for change. And I think that's really important. I then think we followed up with that with the, the size of investment. This is really no incremental changes. This was a very bold and fully committed, you know, change that we made. We then put a lot of governance around it. I mean, this is where you get the board involved. This has to be CEO-led and uh, top priority for the organization's leadership team. And I think that the timeline or the pressure of a timeline marching to a defined date of an IPO, which was November 23rd, 2021, sharpened the minds and sharpened the focus of the organization. And so I think those were one of the, a couple of the reasons, you know, why in Canada, you know, we really moved quickly on this. I think that's just so interesting because it really highlights that it's not just about digital transformation, right? There's a broader conversation to look at the entire organization. You know, maybe you could elaborate on why was it important to reimagine your organization to prepare for the future yeah, and uh, we did that. We did a really big reimagining of the whole strategy. And I think that a couple of ways or elements to making that decision. First was, you know, we really looked at the PNC trends, both the global trends and the, the trends of impacting our business here in Canada. And we saw a number of things. Firstly, customer expectations were really changing, you know, quite rapidly. We noticed that the industry is consolidating. We do have a, a view that scale is increasingly important. We're aware of social changes, climate you know, changes, the talent challenges that are going to be facing companies today and in the future, and also changes in distribution. So we sit back and look at all those changes and those trends impacting PNC. We then reflected on that and said, look, in that environment, what are the new capabilities or emerging capabilities required to be a successful PNC insurance company? And there are things like, you know, being very customer-centric. There are things like developing digital marketing capabilities, 
clearly pricing sophistication in terms of claims management being best in class in fraud management. Data is playing such a big role in our world today. And so really understanding data, collecting the right quality of data, working that into advanced analytics and into artificial intelligent models is critical, but also translating that into a great user experience. And I think that's one of the things that we really try to focus on is how do you take all the insurance fundamentals and the technical elements of insurance, but translate that into a very usable and uh, great user experience. We then take that and ultimately that informs what our strategy, you know, is going to be. And that's the big change. I mean, that's why, you know, we reimagined the entire business and thought about it on a very broad basis. You see us therefore, you know, building Sonnet so we could access, we think, an emerging segment of the market that really is self-serve and wants digital interaction. You saw us building Vine for our brokers to stay relevant and to make sure that they can minimize the friction between insurers and brokers and ease of businesses is so important for them. You saw us building Vine Commercial, and that's essentially automating the, the SME, the small business component, where today over 50% of our volume is processed, self-served by the brokers, 24-7 you know, access. We've now translated that into our claims operation as well. So, you know, all of that supports our top five, you know, journey when we're on track, you know, for that going forward. That's fantastic. I, I love the cohesiveness of that thinking because it really highlights that you need to orchestrate all of the internal dimensions successfully to make that sort of digital transition. If we think externally, though, our insurance 2025 survey identified collaboration, co-creation partnerships, or or even acquisitions, which ensure tech specifically to be potentially a primary source of innovation and therefore create some advantage. I'm wondering, you know, how are you thinking about working within the ecosystem now that the insider Definity is sort of set up for success? You know, I think as I look at that ecosystem and this all relates to, you know, innovation. And I think firstly, I'd make the observation that there's a lot happening. There's a lot of investments in innovation in the PNC industry, which I think is very exciting, you know, for all of us. And that is happening both in incumbents and the mature businesses, but also in fintechs, insurtechs, you know, and, and startups. And so I think that's a, a great environment for us to have access to. From our side of things, one of our strategic imperatives is about being innovative and is about being different, is about making insurance better. So this is a big focus for us. So definitely what we do is a number of things. One of the things we do do is we invest in insurtechs and fintechs. We do so through a number of venture, you know, funds. For us, you know, there's often the opportunity to make follow-on investments, but primarily this gives us great learning. This is the leading edge of what could happen. The second area is in partnerships. And so an example I'd give you is in Sonnet. You know, we do have partnerships with certain fintech organizations, particularly those in wealth management. And so we're looking and testing and learning and understanding what customer trends are doing and cross-selling opportunities. And then thirdly, we have an internal group that's very focused on this. This is our R&D group. They're investigating, they're monitoring, and then translating opportunities and programs we have to be more innovative. And an example I would give you currently, we're working on telematics or user-based insurance. We know this is a key component of being a successful auto underwriter. And so for us, how do you capture the best and the most innovative elements through the fintech ecosystem and then leapfrog the competition when you do come to market with the product. We've covered a lot of ground from modernization, digitization, transformation. Maybe I could add a couple more isms onto the end of it. But before we conclude, I'm curious, 
Do you have any messages or advice for listeners to consider as it comes to their successful business transformation? Well, I would say that, you know, when you do a big transformation, look, it's not an easy thing. And I think you have to step back and be fully committed to it. And so a couple of things that I think have worked for us and that I would recommend. One of it is really being clear on your articulation around the case for change so that it's credible internally and externally. I think you have to really be clear and have a compelling vision and also determine what are the success measures? Like what are the KPIs you're looking for? How will you know when you have successfully achieved, you know, that vision? The other area I say is that you have to lead from the top. I mean, this is top down driven. The top team has to be engaged. They have to actively lead from the CEO to the board. Our board has been very engaged in this whole transformation, you know, process. I also think that you can't think about this and test and learn and just being incremental. In a way, you've got to be so committed to it. You've got to put the appropriate budget to it. And that's why I, I refer to it as an all-in commitment. You know, once you've made that commitment and you have that conviction, you go all in. Governance is, of course, you know, important. Tracking, setting milestones. And I would say, you know, operational intensity. This is difficult. It does take time. Not everything goes in a straight line. And not everything works exactly the way you would have thought it would. And so rapidly identifying that and adjusting without, you know, uh, having the wind taken out of your sails and showing some resilience, I think is the final point. And absolutely it can be done. And I think that's why when we look at, you know, what we've done at Definity the last couple of years, you know, I can't tell you how proud I am of our team. We're really pleased with uh, how the business has performed and the investments we've made and uh, excited about the opportunities ahead for us. That's been fantastic. Rowan, thanks for spending the time with us and sharing some insights about Definity's transformation. It's been great having you on the podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. Egan, it's been great chatting to you. This is a, a really important transformation for us. And so thanks for your interest. I also want to thank our listeners for spending the time with us today. Please be sure to like and subscribe to be the first to hear the latest episode of the season of CEO Viewpoints. 